0: morning folks how are we doing today it's a balmy minus one degrees celsius here in dublin in ireland we had a bunch of snow last night and uh, it's not quite a big snow that i was looking for but it's a it's a considerable amount probably about 80 mil Um, what's that centimeters i don't know about four four or an inches for my US Imperial friends. It's amazing actually you guys kept the Imperial system. you know, um, And didn't move to the Metric system. I I, I wonder about that a lot. Uh, like Metric is so much easier to work with. I don't know. Each to their own. Anyway you guys are crazy anyway aren't you. Over there. Across the big pond. <laughs> no disrespect intended. But you know that anyway. So we had about uh, 80 mil of snow. Last night. And uh, the country just freaks out. You know what I mean. It's it's uh, it's ridiculous, but you know, we're completely ill-equipped. You know, for this sort of thing, we've no plows. Well, we've probably only got a few, and they don't they don't come out like for <laughs> ten years. Like it's it's eight years since we had any kind of snow like this. Certainly in the east coast of the country. Um, and uh, what do they do with this stuff in the meantime? They just warehouse it? And sure, it deteriorates. They have to run it, and maintain it. I don't think they like why would you if i was in the government i wouldn't bother spending money on equipment to deal with snow when we only get snow once every eight to ten years you know 2010 we had a big snow and uh well we had schools closed and all kinds of things you know it's it's ridiculous really i suppose when you think about let's say my friends across the big pond uh deal with this kind of snow like this is nothing i would imagine i know when i was in philly in ninety, what was it? Ninety five, ninety six. The winter ninety six, with huge snow, and uh, um, that was fun. But the plows were out and the roads were cleared. You know, I remember on the the uh, the boulevard that runs up through northeast Philadelphia. Uh, what's it called again? I can't remember uh the 95 the is it the 95 runs into the boulevard i can't remember uh but uh the ploughs are out and uh the snow was cleared and everything was rocking like the next morning and uh, now in the estates in the housing estates and the in the residential areas it wasn't you know we got out actually uh myself and a buddy of mine we were we kind of worked a little bit well we worked but we we didn't get paid a whole lot we we worked we got paid enough to uh let us go drinking and pay the rent. That's all we did. <laughs> we drank our heads off for about year a year and a half and uh paid the rent. That was it. Uh but you only you can only do that for so long. I got tired of it and came home. But uh this particular winter, like when you don't work, you don't get paid. There's no none of this crack, you know. You get you get paid when you're out sick and all this kind of thing. But uh so we got a couple of shovels and we went shoveling snow and earned a few bucks, you know. And uh, that was alright. But uh, in Ireland here, people freak out, you know. People panic by bread and milk and, you know, the staple things, nuts. And uh, schools close and all of that. At some stage, like, if it did persist, we'd have to just get on with it, you know. It's a bit of a novelty after maybe a a day or two. But three, four, five days a week, people start to freak out. You've got to get back into some kind of uh, normal routine and behaviour. Mm. So, uh, anyway, grabbed me coffee, got out of the house, grabbed a coffee, just pulled up at the job, going to do a bit of graft. And uh, the roads were in shite, like, we're completely ill prepared for it. But, however, no major incidents so far. Yesterday, I was talking about uh, oh, by the way, it's Larry here. If you haven't listened to the Daily Larry before, <clears throat> I'm Larry G. McGuire. I'm a writer and artist over at larryg.mcguire.com. I'm other things elsewhere but on that side, and here, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm a writer and artist, I like to write, I don't know why I write, uh, I've read stories from writers, you know, uh, you know this type of writing where they kind of, they go into this whole woe is me, and I'm so depressed, and this is the state of my life, and da da da, and I'm, it's such a horrible world, and Writing is so hard, and all this sort of shit, and it's just like, fuck off. I'm serious, like, this is this is nonsense. I don't get into that shit. Uh, I call myself a writer, but only because I write, not because it's who I am. I was reading a story yesterday about uh, the identity of the writer, you know, and how this, you know, it's so profound, and da-da-da. Uh, This narrative is that, you know, it's so painful to be an artist, you know. I just think it's rubbish. I don't feel that. I don't feel that angst, you know what I mean? That's not what I am. Uh, But I do write, and in in those terms I am a writer. Uh, And I write about stuff. Now, if you've been listening and reading my stuff for a while, you know what it is I write about. Um, it's difficult for me to put into words, but when I do write, I do it over at LarryGMaguire.com. I talk too, because I've got opinions, you see, and I've got views on the world. Never said they're they're right. They're certainly right for me right now. They mightn't be right next year or next month. They're certainly not right for everybody, but uh, I like to talk about them, and I like to write about them. So that's what I do. Uh, if you'd like to read me stuff, if you haven't read much of it, um, you'll get it over at LarryGMaguire.com. I have a habit of narrating those articles here on the Daily Larb. Uh, in recent days, I've stopped that, and I'm continuing with the show. But I'm not writing the daily article, at least not for the minute, because um, I'm publishing the right the Artist Manifesto, and uh, I'm working away on that, and that requires all my time. Super coffee. <clears throat> so that's the story. That's what I am. Um, Yesterday I was talking about less is more. If you didn't catch that episode, it's 106, I think. Uh, And it's this idea that to do less with more focus of attention is more valuable to ourselves individually and the world as a whole than it is to try to do many things um, because the thing about it is, the more we try to do, the less effective we are, and um, I've certainly seen that. I see it in other people, and I see it in myself, and uh, we can get hypnotized by this notion. It's almost an automatic thing. We, we we become sucked into it. Society tells us, not tells us, but shows us that it's the way to go, uh, that we... Um, We endeavor to do all these things in order to, I don't know what it is, are we chasing something to feel fulfilled, to feel that we're worthwhile, that our lives are worthwhile and that we're worthy of, let's say, our wages and uh, the love of of our parents and of our kids and of our spouses. We work our bollocks off and we string ourselves out trying to achieve all these things and do all these things and we fill up our days and we don't take time to just do nothing. You know I've written and spoken about this before. the joy in having nothing to do um you know it's like being on holidays, and uh it's a nice feeling when there's no demands you know now being busy is good is a good thing, but only only if it's focused on that thing, you know one handful of things less than a handful of things, being busy doing a hundred things is useless. To everybody. Because you end up serving nobody. It's my contention that. When we serve ourselves. We serve the world. In fact I'm going to title that. This episode of the Daily Larb. That. Or something like it. To serve ourselves. To be self serving is to be serving to other people. You know there's this notion let's say for example in marketing. Where they say you've got to bring value. You know. You've got to bring bra- bring value to people, and there's this this notion that you have to try and look into what it is you do and, and bring if that's a, that's arse about face, folks. If you're trying to bring value, if you're looking to bring value, if you're looking to add value to what you do, it's reverse of what it should be. You should be first and foremost doing what you're doing for the love of it, because it enthralls and engages you. And when you're energetic for something, when you're full of power for something, other people see it and they want to be a part of it. Take a sports person, for example. Are they putting themselves out to please everybody else? No, they're not. They're doing what they're doing to please themselves. And then all of these people get so, so much joy from watching them. 80,000 people turn up, Eighty-two, eighty-three thousand 83,000 people turn up for the All-Ireland Final, the All-Ireland Hurling and the All-Ireland Ireland football final every year in this country it's our national there are our national games football and hurling and um those guys are out on the pitch doing they don't get paid for it they train they train like professional athletes they put as much effort and energy into what they do as professional people but they don't get paid for it they have jobs day jobs and families they need to look after and they do it for the love of it they do it for they have a self-serving interest in playing football, they don't do it to please the the county that they're from or the the nation. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And an artist is the same. Artists don't make stuff to please other people. Artists don't make stuff to add value. Do you know what I'm saying? This notion of of and this notion of of going out of your way to add value to what you do so people will buy from you—it's bloody rubbish. It's rubbish, and most people in the world, small business owners. Uh, etc craftspeople uh, uh people with talent, creative people who who own and run businesses are hypnotized by this notion that they must add value to to what they do in order to be worthwhile in order to attract customers and this is rubbish. did I say that already? I think I did when we're When our focus of attention is on pleasing ourselves the the outcome of that is you please the world. You please other people. Other people are attracted to what you do and they want a part of it. And all you have to do is to keep doing what you do. That's it. That's the secret. If you ever wondered what it was, that's it there. So yesterday I was talking about marketing and I was referring to this article uh, on uh, the writing cooperative on Medium where the writer said, I can't remember who it was, he's one one of the editors, where he was saying that, you know, if you want to why you're not successful in medium is because your headlines are shit you know that you've got to write these headlines to attract people now your headline needs to be descriptive and it needs to tell people what's in the article and it needs to be attractive there needs to be something about it that makes me want to click on it and go in but this 10 reasons to do this 25 reasons that you're not successful uh how to achieve uh success in life uh uh, how to avoid depression and blah, blah, blah. blah. All of these kind of headlines designed to get you to click. And then you go into them. And it's the same old shit that you read yesterday and last week and last year. Same stuff, just rehashed. There's no originality in it. There's no there's no depth and honesty to it. There's no, there's no heart in it. There's no soul in it. It's exhausting to read. And uh, I can understand why people have a problem with this stuff. But the marketers in the world... Say that you've got to write this way, and that's rubbish. You've got to write with integrity. You've got to write with passion. You've got to, as they say, bleed on the page. You have got to give people your heart and soul. And when whatever way that comes out, if it's a story or it's or it's a memoir or it's a it's a novel or whatever it is, you've got to get to the heart of it. Because if you don't, you give nothing. You give you give nothing. You have nothing to offer. So. What to do? Well, you can start by reading the Artist Manifesto. You get that for free over on my site. You go to Larrygmaguire.com, hit the button on the homepage. There's a couple of buttons there. One specific for the Artist Manifesto. It's 30 pages, you'll read it in a half an hour. Download it, give it a read. This document is the basis upon which I'm building the paperback of the same name, the Artist Manifesto. It's out on the 2nd of April. And this is my creative philosophy, it's everything that I believe in, and uh, this is what art should be, it's what I've learned, it's not a bible, it's not a user manual, it's not It's not yours unless you make it yours, it's mine, it's my heart, it's what I believe, and I'm putting it on paper, you can read it, if it resonates, happy days, if it doesn't resonate, that's fine too, Yeah. Uh, I'm not suggesting that what I'm offering is the truth. It's merely my truth. And that's all I can say about it. Give it a read. If you'd like to support me in the publication, self-publication of the book, get over to patreon.com forward slash Larry G. McGuire and you can become a patron for only a dollar. $5, $10, $25, $50 a month. Whatever you want. And there's various prizes and rewards for those who come on board. And um, that's it. So I'm going to wrap it up for now. It's snowing again. Nice one. Or is it just wind, the wind blowing the snow off the trees here? Could be. Anyway, we're expecting more snow today. And uh, great, bring it on. Um. It's nice when it snows. There's a At night time when it's quiet. And there's snow on the ground. There's a, there's a real peace to the air. You know what I mean? You probably felt it. In the park. The park today. The Phoenix Park will be beautiful. Uh, although it will probably be overrun with kids. Sliding down the hill at the Pope's Cross. Jesus. In 2010. My me, me boys were only tiny. And we went over. And. And. Uh, all, all the kids were out. on the Pope, Not at the Pope's Cross. At the, the magazine fort. It's a big, there's a big hill there. There's a couple of big hills. And kids were sliding down it. And all sorts of stuff. Like, seriously. Like, sleds they were making up out their backyard. And they were, uh, seriously. They were like armoured tanks coming down the hill. Like, you got in the way of one of those. And you, you forget about it. Lights out. So, uh, we'll have an interesting couple of days. Yeah, it is snowing now. It's snowing again. Great, bit of a novelty for everybody. So I'm going to get to work now. I shall see you later on, uh, perhaps over an anchor. Uh, this podcast, The Daily Larb, goes out on Spreaker, goes out on iTunes, uh, Stitcher Radio, goes out on TuneIn, goes out on Outcast, Overcast, goes out on every platform, SoundCloud, YouTube, pretty much every podcast platform you can name. You'll get The Daily Larb uh whatever app you're using go in and download it listen to my shit and uh maybe you'll be inspired or maybe you'll just say this guy is full of shit (laughs) i don't know anyway listen i'm out of here larry g mcguire signing off take it easy have a good day